Hey, loyal Bacon Wire listeners. Um, Lucas here, just by myself. Figured I'd record a little emergency post-game reaction. I just got home maybe 20 minutes ago. Um, Minnesota just completely destroyed us, 34-7. to What's really funny is I actually said they'd score 34 points, but I thought we'd score 35 and barely win. That game might have been one of the worst games I've ever been to. It might be the worst game I've ever been to. At no point was I cheering for MSU. Like I cheered for them to walk down the walk out of the tunnel. And like I didn't get that. That was shut up. Sorry. Sorry guys. I didn't I didn't cheer for them after that. This was a game that it kind of felt like once Minnesota went up seven nothing. It was over. Did anyone else get that? I mean, that might be a little fickle of me, but especially when, you know, it's basically two short runs up the middle and then Peyton Thorne throws a short pass that's incomplete. And then you're down 14 nothing before you even realize it and you barely have time to touch the ball. Um, something's wrong. And the most appalling stat was at halftime – 310 yards for Minnesota, 45 for us, for MSU. If Scotty Hazleton doesn't get fired uh, on Monday, then it's obvious that Mel's rolling with him for the rest of the year, which at this point you might as well. Who fucking cares? But it kind of makes me nervous that he might just keep rolling with him and might think that it's not like a scheme issue when it pretty much is like, they were throwing crossing routes the whole game. Minnesota did nothing flashy. Tanner Morgan basically averaged just over 10 yards a completion. Yeah, 10.3. He was 23 of 26 for 268 yards and three touchdowns. Incredibly efficient. And then the rush game for Minnesota destroyed us. Mohamed Ibrahim, who was Ibrahim today, get it? 22 carries for 103 yards. And a touchdown. Minnesota ran the ball 48 times for 240 yards. I repeat that. 48 times for 240 yards. The recipe to beat them was to make them throw, not to run. But you know what? It didn't fucking matter. They threw the ball well. They ran the ball well. Five yards of carry as a team. Unfucking believable. I've been to some stinkers for MSU. I was at the 2006 Ohio State game where I think it was 38-0 at halftime or 31-0. It was pretty far up there. And that stadium was 90% Buckeyes. I was at the 2019 Arizona State game, and you could cheer for a little bit because the defense played really well, and we tied the game late. You know, there was stuff to cheer about. But today, the – the reason my voice is a little sore is because I was screaming to at, to fire Scotty Hazelton. I was screaming it. It's so depressing that I had to do that. But I don't care. This is just a, a dark time right now. We're in trouble. The bus is on the road, but the lug nuts are all loose from the wheels. And if baby if and when. Uh, Talia Tagalavoa cooks us next Saturday in Maryland. 
we're two and three, and the wheels have completely fallen off the bus is grounded and probably rolling into a ditch. I hate to be the doomsday sayer, but show me where we're six and six now. Show me a good reason that we can beat Maryland. Because Maryland is a little mistake prone, but guess what? So are we. We turned the ball over uh, two picks, and then we had uh, a fumble. Peyton Thorne fumbled the ball in what I think essentially ended the game for MSU uh, momentum and chance-wise. They, you know, we were at like the six yard line. Peyton does a, a scramble to the left, well, to the left side, our right, where we were seeing it, just sticks the ball out like a, like someone taking candy from a baby and it gets punched out and Minnesota drives down the field and scores. <laughs> it was, it was awful. Um, Carter left. He sat with me and Ryan, Spartan Ryan on Twitter. Carter left at half, or Carter left when the fumble happened. Um, yeah, he, he left either right before it or right when it happened uh, to go do better things. So I hope he's having fun tonight. Um, Ryan and I left when it became 24 nothing because it was pretty obvious that it, ain't, it isn't our day. Um, these statistics are just jarring. Minnesota had 32 first downs. We had 14. They had 10 third down conversions. We had two. And total yards, 508. Second week in a row, we've given up 500 plus to unranked teams. Minnesota is probably going to be ranked now, so good for them. We averaged 6.5 yards per pass. They averaged 10.3. Um, we had barely over under three yards of carry. They had five. The only thing we did better than them, them on was penalties, seven for 65 yards. Six for six fires. So, yay, one fewer penalty. Golf clap. Possession, time possession. This is the one that just pisses me off so much. Minnesota had the ball for 42 and a half minutes of this game. Michigan State had it for 17 and a half, if you do math right. it It's, it's you know, it's something to kind of criticize the offense for not getting anything done. But when your defense cannot get off the field, it can ruin any momentum your offense might have. Even if you aren't scoring, it can ruin that, as we know. <sighs> Mel Tucker has to fire Scotty Hazleton. We all know it. It needs to be done. It needs to be done. It has to be done. And... I have a few concerns that I might that I might put out there into the ether now that it, it might make you a little uncomfortable, but um, we'll see. Who have we developed in house, talent wise, recruit wise? Can you? I mean, Keon is Keon the only one? I mean, Jaden was a transfer that Mel inherited. Um, who have who have we developed? Who has Mel developed? It's a question we got to ponder, but I think it's going to start to come starting next year. And if it doesn't, then we have a different conversation. Um, 
we need to talk about Jay Johnson because he has not had a good year. You can sit there and say that we beat, we covered against Western, which depending on the book you used, did not. And we did smoke Akron, but we did not look great in either of those games. And that Akron quarterback who started the game was on pace for 400 yards if he played the entire game. He had 123, like maybe the first quarter when he, before the first quarter ended when he got hurt. He was killing us. If there's a listener out there who thinks Scotty Hazleton's scheme and play calling is not the issue, please let me know. Message Bacon Wire or message me on my Twitter or tweet at me or something, and we can have a discussion. He's a garbage coach. It's obvious that the 425 does not work in the Big Ten. And if we need to go through another year of this, then Mel is Mel has the loyalty issues that D'Antonio does to an extent. Um, the linebacking is bad. Ross Ells is a bad coach. He was bad last year, and then he got moved. Um, didn't like that, but whatever. It almost makes me wonder, should we have – Maybe ask Mike Trestle to stick around to be the defensive coordinator. I know he left after 2020, but maybe revisionist history, we should have asked him when Miles Tucker was coming aboard, hey, a good thing's here with the defense. Let's stick it out. I, I tend not to be a doomsday Spartan fan. I think show me where six and six is, is doable. I think that at best we're five and seven. I think at best we beat Maryland. We get completely want by Ohio State. That's gonna be that's gonna be over at halftime. Stroud's gonna throw for 450 plus again at halftime and then be benched. I don't think we're gonna beat Wisconsin, even though they're getting cooked by Ohio State right now. We we really don't have room to talk. <coughs> Excuse me. And Ohio State's about to be up 28-0. Then we have a bye week. And then guess what? We go to Ann Arbor. Not like Michigan's looking like world beaters. They they they, str- they struggled against Maryland for 90% of that game and then pulled it out. So, I mean, I think we're going to get whooped by him, but it's not going to be some bloodbath. I think we're going to lose by two or three scores because I don't think that they are – they're not as good as they were last year, but they're good enough to kick our ass. And then, I mean, okay, sure, I, Illinois maybe, but – in my opinion, the only two surefire wins we have left are Rutgers and Indiana at home, back-to-back weeks. And then that's it. Prove me wrong. This was a prove-me game for MSU football. We were all mad and pissed after Washington. And they came out so fucking flat. This team's going through the motions. They are. They're going through the motions. 
it's it's obvious. We we should have noticed it when we kind of were a little rusty at the beginning of the Akron game, and especially with the Western game. Those are games that we should have put up 55-plus in each. Those are games where the Western game should should have been one where Peyton Thorne plays the third quarter and and he's done in the fourth. Our defense is so bad, and I'm starting to question almost every coach on the defensive side. They're under the microscope, but it's not like Jay Johnson is doing himself any favors. He's had a bad year call-wise. He needs to get Jaden Reed more involved. It's that simple. And Peyton Thorne, what what anyone saying he should be benched for now, what makes you think we're going to be in a better position to win with Noah Kim starting against Maryland? I challenge you to that. We're going to be better off with Peyton Thorne. But, I mean, if he sucks against Maryland, then you start to think about, well, maybe maybe there's something wrong. But sources close to Bacon Wire did say that uh, Peyton missed the entire week of practice with an undisclosed injury. And I'd like to see what it was. Maybe something that happened at the end of the Washington game that he got dinged up. Who knows? But it's not great. It's not good. And it, it, he clearly looked out, out of sync. He looked hurt. He didn't look great. And he, when I heard that he was hurt and, or he suffered an injury, yeah, it made sense. But I'm mad. I'm pissed off. I'm calmed down a little bit since the drive home. But it's time to fire Scott Houston. It's time to go. He has to leave. It's that simple. Excuse me. He has to leave. It's over. The honeymoon phase is over. And I haven't seen the Boo Birds that heavy in Spartan Stadium in, man, probably since 2006 when John L. Smith got fired. It was, that was unbelievable how loud that stadium got at halftime. We just got outworked and outclassed by PJ Fleck. So think about that. Um, yeah, I mean, Maryland put up a fight against uh, the Wolverines today. J.J. McCarthy was fine. He was 18 to 26. Talia had two interceptions. They picked him off when they had a shot to tie the game late. And they scored a garbage time touchdown when he got benched after that. Um, so they're saving him for Michigan State. He's probably going to put up 450 yards, and I think we're going to lose the game. We might have a shot at, like, putting up points, but I don't trust Jay Johnson to do the right thing right now. And if Scotty Hazleton is still the D.C. on 48 hours from now, Monday night, we have problems. Or it's or it's at that point we pray that he's fired at the end of the season, which – could honestly end with the Penn State game because right now I don't see this team making a bowl. I see five and seven at best. If they beat Maryland, you can talk me into six and six. But if Mel Tucker loses to Mike Loxley, Burt Bielema, 
in in his second or his third year, second full year. Whew, that's not looking great. But we we need to be patient with Mel. But he's got to make the moves when he has to. He said he's a horseshit coach right now, and he is. But he's got the chance to prove that he isn't. I don't think he's a horseshit coach overall, but it's been horseshit these last two weeks. We're in trouble. It needs to be said. We are in big fucking trouble, people. If you don't think we are at two and two, I think all of us said this would be a four and oh team heading into Maryland. And we, most of us, if not maybe one or two of us, when Maddie May was on, we said five and oh slash four and one going into going to the Ohio State game. And we need to pray for three and two. And here is something that just popped up from Matt Charbonneau. A telling quote from Jacoby Winman on defensive scheme. Quote, unquote, we expected them to run. They came out with another game plan, but we've got to execute whatever they do. It's pretty obvious Scotty Hazelton didn't have an answer for Minnesota passing the ball as much as they did. We got out coached by P.J. Fleck. Think about that. But for those who defend Hazleton and Jay Johnson right now, that's your homework. Show me why. Show me why. And on that note, I think we're going to end it. Uh, yeah, I think we're just going to end it. Yeah, it's 28-0 Ohio State over Wisconsin. Good Lord. They're, they're, they got all cylinders running now. Um, yeah. Stroud's nine for 11, and so, and Mayan Williams is, has two touchdowns. Graham Mertz is one for three with nine yards and a pick. So, expect him to put up a career best against Scotty Hazleton if he's still around. <sighs> Great. Well, thanks for listening if you did. Probably be back Monday night with the pod. I think we want to record while we're all still a little heated. So, uh, I guess go green.